welcome to Aviation United by Aviation Zorro. I'm delighted to welcome airline pilot and Yes She Pilots founder, Rashna Sharma Writer. How are you today, Rashna? I'm very well, David. How are you? I am wonderful. I'm in sunny Dublin at the moment. Temperatures are soaring. What about yourself? Oh, I'm in Berlin. Same here. Clear skies, 25 degrees, and just beautiful. Sounds wonderful. Well, let's crack on. I'm sure our listeners are, are dying to hear about your journey through aviation. So when was the first time you fell in love with aviation? Or when was that spark that you felt that you're like, oh, this, this is for me? Uh, it was at the age of uh, seven. My dad went on a trip to uh, India and he uh, saw a female pilot. And I think he spoke to her as well. And when he came back, he was just so inspired by her. He told me about it. And that's that's actually the first time that it crossed my mind. And I thought, hey, you know, maybe I should become a female pilot. Sure. And um, he's the one who encouraged me. Uh, and since then, you know, since then, it's been a, it's actually been the biggest love of my life, if I may say so. Sure. Um, so I've been, you know, I've been going to airports, looking at airplanes, anything on TV about airplanes, you know, I watch it. I watch right. it. So it's, it's, a, it's a big dedication, big passion. So you'll be watching all the Netflix programs and everything that's out there, National Geographic. This, this, is, this is your gig. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even if there's a movie out, a Hollywood movie out about airplanes, I'm there. <laughs> I so watch the so you're looking forward to the new Maverick movie, is it, at the end of the year? Oh, I am. I am. I just wished that they made uh, made that movie with a female Air Force pilot. You know, that would be great. You never know. I think there is. Is there a female Air Force pilot in this latest one? I've seen a clip, and I think there might be. So we might be, <gasps> we might be pleasantly surprised. Oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah, that it'd be very be good. Inspirational again. So tell me, what about the opportunities growing up to get involved in aviation? What Was it kind of easy? Was it difficult? Did you... You know, was the path quite simple? Uh, it, there weren't many opportunities. I mean, the thing was, I kind of, I kind of, you know, unconsciously created those opportunities for myself. Uh, so that's what I did. I wrote to uh, the airport, the Schiphol Airport in Amsterdam. And I said, you know, uh, we're doing some work experience. Uh, would I be able to do it uh, at the airport? And uh, that's what I did. Um, and that's where I got in touch with, you know, saw some pilots. I was able to speak to them. And uh, but I think further than that, there weren't any any opportunities at all. Was it, was it quite helpful? I mean, these pilots that you were speaking to, I mean, was that was that quite a help? Because if the information wasn't out there to kind of guide you in the right direction, did you find this useful? I did. I did. You know, the big thing is at the time uh, there wasn't there wasn't inter- the Internet was not there. So right. I couldn't really pick up uh, where the schools were, what type of schools. So it was just more of a hearsay. And if you got to meet a pilot, you know, you could actually talk to them and say, you know, how can you become a pilot? What are the opportunities there? And that's about it. And also at the time, there weren't many flight schools. Sure. Uh, as there are now. So tell me, Rashna, how did you financially support your training? Um, I took out a loan from the bank um, and my parents, uh, parents were actually the guarantors. Uh, at the time when I started, there weren't any scholarships available because I started after 9-11 uh, and the aviation industry was going through a crisis back then. Yes. Uh, um, so there were, yeah, there were no scholarships available at all. Uh, so I had to, you know, I had to take out a personal loan. And was that difficult? I mean, what would I say difficult? Obviously, taking out loans can be quite difficult, but like paying it back and then doing the yes. training, was that quite stressful or...? I was. I mean, it wasn't easy, you know, to convince the banks, especially after 9-11. You can just imagine. Yes. Uh, it wasn't easy. But eventually, you know, my parents supported me in that journey. And um, 
and that's what I did. So they were okay with that. I took out a loan. No, now I have paid back, fortunately, uh, and that was that was the only way to do it. Yes, it helps when you pay it back. <laughs> Everybody's happy then. So let's move on to the to, to the good stuff. So when you're going through your flying training, what was what was it like um, doing your flying training? And then that moment when the instructor kind of jumps out of the seat beside you and says, "Okay, off you go, Rashna. Enjoy enjoy your first solo flight." What was that experience like? Oh, I mean, I imagine, I you can just imagine how nervous I was. I was super nervous. I was super, super nervous. Uh, but I just loved it. I enjoyed the flying. I remember going to the United States for my flight training. That was the first time I left my home um, because, you know, I had never lived alone. And I was, uh, yeah, completely, you know, staying with the parents. Yes. But now this was the first time, uh, so I, but I was not scared at all. I was just so, so super excited to actually start my, you know, start the journey to become a pilot because I've been dreaming of this since, you know, since I was seven, eight. And now this was the moment that I was going to do it. So then to actually go solo, I think I, I think I screamed when right. I was back on the ground. <laughs> And what, what did you fly? What was it? Were you flying a Cessna, a Piper or some other similar aircraft for your solo? It was a Cessna 172, so it was a four-seater. Okay. And yes. was, this, was this in Florida or what part of America? Uh, this was in Oklahoma, so I did my oh, wow. training. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> in Oklahoma, so I went from Amsterdam to Oklahoma. You can imagine the culture shock. <laughs> oh, yeah, without a doubt. You didn't see Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. Was she, is she in Oklahoma? <laughs> no, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> no, I didn't see her, but it was it was. It, it was an immense culture shock, but it was great. You know, I was just, all I could think about, about was my flying, my flight training. And that's all I could think about. It was just amazing. I had so many, you know, international students there, you know, a lot of friends. So then after you did your training, so how long did it take you to actually get employment? I mean, was it quite a lengthy period? Because you mentioned there, you, you commenced your training around 9-11. And that yeah. period took a long time to recover. So was, yes. was that pretty much your experience as well with, with gaining employment? Um, you know, by the time I came back to Europe, it was uh, in 2004. So um, I was, it took me around, let's say, six months to find employment because at the time, with the t by the time I came back, the aviation industry was on its way up already. Sure. Uh, which was great. So basically, I did my training in the downturn, and then by the time I finished, the you know we were on our way up. And just you know, from one day to the other, I received an email for an interview, an invitation for an interview for an airline in the UK. Yes, as a cruise relief pilot on the seven four seven. Oh wow! <laughs> yes, you can imagine on a seven four seven. So yeah, that was great. I was so happy. Uh, also, at the same time, very nervous. Uh, but, you know, I prepared well, I prepared the interview, I prepared my sim, did my research, uh, and I got the job. Wow, congratulations. So what was the 747 like? I mean, what, obviously, it's, it's kind of like, was it, did they call it the Maiden of the Skies, or is it a Queen, the queen of the Skies? Of the skies. Queen of yes, the Skies. Of the what, what's sky. it like? I mean, it, it, it is the most probably iconic aircraft that's ever been built. Um, it is. So what was it like to fly? Is it as powerful as it looks? Well, it, you know, it's actually a very, very nice aircraft to fly. It's it's very gentle because it's so big. It's very gentle. Um, it's, I mean, it's just amazing to fly. It's very, 
it's very forgiving. You know, you can do a lot with it. Uh, but yeah, what can I say? You know, it's it feels amazing. I remember every time I got out of the aircraft and looked at it, you just think you feel so proud. Yes, no, it is. It's it's a it's a beautiful airplane. So t- so tell me, was, was there any any time or period that you felt, you know, this ain't this ain't for me? I mean, obviously, we we understand the the four o'clock in the morning check in. Sometimes you're saying, oh, why why am I doing this? But was there, in your own opinion, did you ever feel oh, okay? This might be not what uh, I want to do. Yeah, well, it wasn't really that I thought this is not what I want to do. I mean, I was always been, I've always been very thankful that I've been able to do this, you know, to fly, uh, to be actually working in an industry where it's so competitive. Yes. Uh, but yeah, yes. there have been times where I thought, oh gosh, you know, why am I doing this? You know, when you're doing every six months, you're doing these assessments and these uh, checks and these tests and, uh, you know, you go through it, you wake up at four o'clock in the morning or you miss a birthday. You know, I have a young family, so, you know, go away from the kids. It's not always easy. Yes. But then once I leave my home and I'm, you know, going to the airport, going towards the aircraft, you know, the adrenaline is building up. I'm just so excited. You just completely forget about it. You really yes. do. Um, and also when you do your training, you know, when you do your assessments, you prepare for it. Then once you're in the sim, your nervousness kind of like goes away because you're so occupied, you're so concentrated. Yes. And that's really the passion, you know, that's there. The passion, the drive, uh, the love for aviation, the love for flying, actually. So, so you just kind of like forget about all the jet lag, the waking up at four o'clock in the morning. It's, it's, it's really worth it. Yes. No, no, I, 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 think, I think a lot of listeners will, will agree with that. So what, what, what's, the, what's the, your favorite aircraft that you've flown? Uh, I don't have any favorite aircraft, but oh, I must say, you have to have a favorite, <laughs> you know, you know, every aircraft is just brilliant just to be able to fly is brilliant. But I must say, every time I see the seven, four, even on TV, I think, Oh, look at it. You know, look at this. Like, that's my love. That's my first yeah. love. <laughs> I really do. I mean, I said to my husband as well, I'm sorry, but that's really my first love. <laughs> and how is he taking that one? <laughs> I mean, he's, he's very, he says you know if that's an airplane that's fine as long as it's not another man it's fine. that's it yes we're okay with airplanes but don't put another yes. man in the, in the room and we get a bit upset about that <laughs> our egos then we, we we get upset so um what about say the best and the worst thing about the job i mean obviously you're going to tell me lots of positive things so what about you know some good and bad points about the job that you've maybe experienced throughout your career the good thing is, you know, just the flying. It's just so challenging. You know, I, for me, that's very important. That's, that's the, I think that's the main reason why I'm also in this industry, why I just continue to love it. Okay. So the less enjoyable parts of the job, uh, that must be the fact that you, you sometimes end up missing birthdays. Um, so because we don't have a Monday to Friday kind of work week, uh, we don't have any weekends. We don't have, you know, holidays off. Holidays are actually the busiest season, the busiest time when we fly. Um, so I think that that must be the, that's definitely the less enjoyable part of the job. Okay. Okay. So, so what what are your goals to inspire uh, young girls and women in aviation? I mean, we mentioned just at the beginning as part of the introduction. So you, you have, um, you're the founder of Yes, She Pilots. <coughs> yes. <coughs> Sorry. It's called um, she-pilots.com. For BWPA, that's uh, the British Women Pilot Association. So um, what they do is they work together with the Aviatrix Project. You know, they hold STEM talks 
And I'm also a member of the 99th, which is a global female pilot organization. And I'm a member of them in Germany. Oh, wow. Uh, yes. Uh, so what I do is, I, you know, I, what I'm trying to do is to hold talks at school. So I, I'm starting here with uh, my daughter's school, which is an international school, just just for the girls to see, you know, that there are female pilots out there. Because, you know, recently there was uh, there was an airline, a legacy airline, who did a research on why they had, you know, only 7% of the applicants were female. And oh, wow. did a research. They found out that the two top reason was that the girls thought they didn't have the necessary skills or okay. they were just never brought to their attention. Like they had never seen a female pilot or they didn't think they could be one. And, you know, even now when I walk out or someone or someone will ask me, what do you do as a, as your, as a living? And when I tell them I'm a pilot, they, they just, they always end up telling me, well, they've never met a female pilot. And this is 2020. Right. You know, and that's embarrassing, I think. Or I get remarks like, oh, you know, you don't look like a pilot. I mean, what does that even mean? <laughs> so stereotypically, you know? they're already putting you in a box. You know, it's kind of like, you know, uh, they, 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 they just believe that because it's a woman, it's been specified to a certain job. And exactly. I think it's great that what you're trying to do is you're trying to open that up now to young exactly. girls and women. Exactly. And I do, I'm trying to do that by being, you know, just by being more visible, by being more out there. Uh, so they can see me and think that they can become one as well. Because you need to, we tend to, you know, if we have role models, we tend to kind of like think, okay, we can do that as well. It's just like, you know, when you have young girls looking at watching Disney movies and they think, oh, you know, I want to be a princess. Yes. You know, that, that's how I want them to think about, you know, female pilots, because that's how I became a pilot. Yes. Because my dad saw someone and then he encouraged me. So I'm hoping that girls, when they see me, see me on my website, see me holding a talk, you know, whether they're young girls or parents, that they are encouraged to, you know, encourage their daughters and say, hey, you know, it's it's okay. That's You can be a pilot as well. You know, there aren't any male or female jobs. And actually, if you think about it, I have two daughters. My oldest one is eight years old, and she doesn't understand what, what this whole puha is about female pilots. Like, why is that such a big deal? Why? Because she sees me. Yes. She sees me, and she wants to become an astronaut. Well, she should. <laughs> it's know? the best opportunity right now to do it. Exactly, exactly. And that's also how I want the girls to think, you know, that why is it such a big deal to become a female pilot? There aren't any female or male jobs. That's, yes. that's my goal. I think as well with the, um, I don't know if you agree or disagree, but with, with social media in general, um, you know, there is there is a lot of, information out there and that's not to be critical of social media but i think again it can put certain uh whether it be male or female or young boys or young girls into a into a certain uh group and yes. they believe that's the way it is and as i think it's great what you're doing because at least then it kind of opens up that um uh, this this career in particular to, uh, to yes. everyone yes you know and social media on the other side it also helps to be more visible you know mean we, we need more exposure and the social media kind of like help is helping as well, you know, in the other way. So when you went to do for the classrooms, you mentioned there, you went to your daughter's uh, school. So what would you actually, you know, uh, tell, tell the, the students? You know, what I do is I just talk about my journey, what I did, how I uh, become inspired and uh, you know, what I thought, well, whether it was difficult or easy and, you know, I show them the pictures, I show them a movie of me taking off and they're just, you know, they're in awe and they're, 
they never thought they could become one. And when I speak to my colleagues who are, you know, who are my age, they say the same thing. They say the same thing. They say when they grew up, they didn't think they could become a pilot as well because they had never seen one. Yes. You know, and that, I think that's the reason why we have only 5% globally, which means 95% is still men. You know, that's wow. embarrassing. And yeah, I'm actually quite surprised at that as well. I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's um, I think more has to be done to get more <laughs> young girls and women uh, into aviation. And I think, especially as we know, the last, uh, on Saturday night there with the launch of SpaceX, I know they have, um, and I'm not speaking on behalf of SpaceX here, but generally um, the potential is there now for, for young yes. girls and women to become yeah. rocket scientists, to become, as you mentioned, astronauts or just to yeah. follow their dreams in aerospace and engineering, whatever they decide to do. Yes, exactly, exactly. But, you know, we need more role models. We really do. We really do. And we just, they need to be seen. And that's why I, you know, I, um, I created my blog uh, because I didn't do that for a long time. And I thought, you know, no, I, I was a bit, I don't know, I'm a bit humble as a person. So uh, Don't I thought, be oh, humble, Rashna. <laughs> you know, maybe I'm, I don't like to blow my own trumpet, but no. it, I think I think girls need to see that. Girls need to see that. Yeah, no, I, I think you're doing a great thing. I think it's um, they need more people like yourself, more role models, and uh, don't be afraid to blow your own trumpet. I think it's like a lot of people do it these days, but you have a good a good purpose and a good cause for what you're doing. So, um, so tell 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 us a funny story then you've experienced throughout your career. So, what was the funniest thing that ever happened, or the weirdest thing? I think I think I have so many funny stories, but I think the few ones are. I remember my first few flights on the seven four. Um, so it was a passenger uh, flight. I was captain actually went to the toilet and was sitting in the cockpit. But the, there was an old gentleman sitting there. When he came back, he stopped him and he said to him, "You have a lady in the cockpit. Is that going to be okay?" <laughs> oh wow. And did you hear this? <laughs> you heard this story? You heard him saying yeah. this? He, I mean, he told me about it. Right. And I thought, what? And the captain said to me, well, you know, I responded to him, of course it's going to be okay. She's as qualified as all of us. I mean, can you just imagine that? That's 2000, yeah. it was 2010. That's hashtag awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even now, you know, even now, I remember going, I was in London and I went to... Uh, in one of the ground handling agencies and I went to pick up the flight documents in my full pilot's uniform. So I picked up the documents and the lady behind the reception said to me, oh, no, 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 these documents are for the, for the pilots. And I said, yes, I am one of them. Yes. Can you imagine the awkwardness? And I she know. apologized. But, you know, if I was in my, in my dress, okay, but I was in my full pilot's uniform. Yes. You know, with my epaulets with my wings but she still thought that i was maybe a flight attendant you're probably like a hollywood star they'd be like wow what who's this what's this <laughs> oh yeah i mean you know i flew once in saudi arabia right oh wow okay tell us about that oh yeah i mean they were they were kind of like taking pictures of me like i was sometimes a stup- oh, wow. superstar there yeah like paparazzi I mean, it was amazing. You know, I, I love to challenge the status quo all the time. I think that, that, that's a great way to put it. So what advice then have you got for anyone entering the industry? What would you tell them? You know, I, I can only tell them one thing, work hard. As I said, every six months we have assessments. You know, you, 
just getting a job is not easy. First of all, being in, uh, interviewed, going through an assessment. Uh, and then when you get it, you have to pass the typewriting, you have to pass the training. Then once you pass the training, you have to pass assessments every six months. It's not easy. It's not easy, but it's such an enjoyable job, such an enjoyable job. And it's just, it gives you s- just this great sense of satisfaction. Yes. And, which is which is amazing. So tell me this, Rush, where can people find you? Are you on the Instagram? I know you mentioned already your website, but just give them a little reminder as well, especially for the uh, uh, the young girls who are uh, dreaming of entering the industry. So can they get you on Instagram or Facebook? Uh, yes. So I have a blog, which is called she-pilots.com. You can contact me there. I'm also organizing webinars. I'm on Instagram as well. Uh, I'm yeah. If they want me to organize any webinar, if they want to ask any questions about the training, how difficult it was, about any flight schools, uh, just the career in general. Um, so yes, yeah, that's that's the those are the places. Excellent. Well, it's been great talking today, Rashna. I uh, wish you all the very best with uh, Yeshi Pilots, and uh, thank you very much for speaking to Aviation United by Aviation Zero today. Thank you, David. Thank you for having me. Thank you for this opportunity. Our pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.